In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom, and I'm glad to be with you today. Many years ago at the Holy Rosary, we were having a prayer meeting on a Sunday, and I heard the Lord say, Isaiah 54, Isaiah 54, Isaiah 54. I did not know what was in Isaiah 54. So we opened the Bible and we read Isaiah 54. That's what I'm going to do today. We're going to claim these experiences of Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54, verse 1. Sing, O barren one who did not bear. Women who have not had children and have yearned to have children, this is a promise. Sing because you're going to get pregnant. Also, for a problem pregnancy, you're going to have that baby. That baby is going to mean something to the world and to the Lord. Oh, yes, problem pregnancies need to be given up to God and have the children. Eleanor has saved, by the grace of God, 300 children and more, and they're all doing well right now. She gets cards from them. She gets pictures from them. But you see, she was out at the abortion mill, and God used her to bless the women who were going in, and they didn't go in. They had their children. Burst into song and shout! You who have not been in labor, the woman that wants babies and has not been in labor, God is promising you children. You say, but I've tried and I've tried and I've tried again. In Jesus' name, try again. God wants you to have children, many children. God is all-powerful. For the children of the desolate woman will be more than the children of her that is married, says the Lord. Multiple children, multiple children. I know I've counseled with women who have been not been pregnant, and they are so sad because they want to have a baby. But I tell you, it's time. Jesus is promising to Isaiah 54, that you will be able to become pregnant and not be barren anymore. And it says, enlarge the site of your tent. Open up new rooms. Believe. Believe that God's going to visit you and you're going to have a child. Remember, Hannah was weeping in front of Eli. And Eli said, next year at this time, you will have a boy child and they called his name Samuel. I tell you how we need to trust God. Enlarge the sight of your tent. Let the curtains of your habitations be stretched out. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes, for you will spread out to the right and to the left. Open new rooms. 
prepare a room for the baby. Open new rooms. Do it in faith. I tell you, God is an answer to prayer. Maria tells the story of getting her tubes tied. And after she got her tubes tied, she got pregnant. She wasn't a Christian at that time, but she knew it was God and she had the baby. Beautiful girl. Oh, yes. God knows how to do things. He's powerful. He's all-powerful. For you will spread out to the right and to the left, and your descendants will possess the nations, and you will settle the desolate towns. Do not fear, for you will not be ashamed. Do not fear today. Fear is useless. It just takes away our faith. Do not fear. The opposite of love is fear. Do not fear today. God has you on his heart. Jesus redeemed you by the power of his blood. Do not fear, for you will not be ashamed. Do not be discouraged, for you will not suffer disgrace. Don't be discouraged. Discouraged means to take heart out of you. Sing songs to the Lord today. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice, let us rejoice and be glad in him, and be glad in him. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in him. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. I tell you, we need to do God's will. We need to be present to the Lord. We need the promises of God, and we need to believe in them. For you will forget the shame of your youth. You will forget the shame of your youth and the disgrace of your widowhood, you will remember no more, for your maker is your husband. I tell you, Jesus is the bridegroom, and we are part of the bride. Oh yes, he is the one that he spoke the world, the Father spoke the word into existence. The whole world was created through the word of God. I tell you, there is such great power in the Word of God. For your Maker is your husband. I remember a German lady, Emily, her husband left her with many children. He just said, I don't love you anymore. And one day she was so sad that she said, I'm going to do something. I'm going to send my wedding band to the missions and I'm going to take Jesus as my husband. And that's what she did. And guess what? She became so jubilant, so praiseworthy. Her songs came from her heart. She sounded like an angel. I tell you, sing if you're having a hard time today. You say, I don't feel it. I don't care how you feel. Sing anyway. Sing anyway, you know? When they went to war, you know who were in the front lines? 
the singers, the singers, then the instruments, because the battle is the Lord's. It is not our battle. The battle is the Lord's. Remember, let's continue. For your master is your husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. The Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. I tell you, the Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. He shed his blood for you. He is the Redeemer. He loves you so much and has plans for your life. Do you know that today? I know the plans I have for you, plans to give you a future and a hope. When you seek me with all of your heart, you will find me with you, says the Lord. I know the plans I have for you, for you. You say, but I'm so discouraged. Start singing. Start singing. Start singing. Things will happen. Things will happen. The God of the whole earth, he is called. For the Lord has called you like a wife forsaken and grieved in spirit, like the wife of a man's youth when she is cast off. Do you feel cast off today? God is saying, I've got you by the hand. God is saying, in the heart of Jesus you reside. Oh, yes. For a brief moment I abandoned you, but with great compassion I will gather you. In overflowing wrath for a moment I hid my face from you. With everlasting love I will have compassion on you. This everlasting love we look at Psalm 136. This is very interesting. Everlasting love. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. His everlasting love. It can't be translated. It's so great. All translations limp. The everlasting love of God for you. Give thanks to the God of gods, for his everlasting love endures forever forever for you oh give thanks to the lord who is the lord of lords for his steadfast love his covenant love endures forever you who alone he who alone does great wonders for his covenant love his steadfast love endures forever who by understanding made the heavens for his steadfast love endures forever. I tell you, it's in Hebrew, chesed. It can't be translated into English. It must be experienced. The liquid love of God. By grace we experience it, through faith and not of works, lest any man boast. How we need the steadfast love of God. We need a touch from God. Oh yes, we need a touch from God. We need that He would touch us profoundly and that we would have His heart. I hid my face from you, but with everlasting love I will have compassion on you. Compassion means 
to suffer with. He has suffered with you. He has suffered for you on the cross, on the cross. We must appropriate what happened on the cross, that Jesus Christ not only took our sins and our sicknesses, but our life. He said, when I am lifted up, I will draw all men unto myself. On the cross, Jesus drew you into his sacred heart. We need to know that we were far from him when he did that for us. When I am lifted up, I will draw all men unto myself, says the Lord. Your Redeemer, the blood of Jesus, is our redemption. Oh yes, how we need to preach the blood, the power of the blood. There's power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. Power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. There's power in the Redeemer. There's power in the cross. We need to appropriate that power by faith. Oh yes, people say, I'm being under attack. Jesus is greater than your attack. You need to appropriate what happened on Calvary. You need to appropriate it. But I'm under attack. Listen, is the cross greater than your attack? Of course, that's where he defeated it. You need to appropriate what Jesus did on the cross for you, for you, for you. This is like the days of Noah to me, just as I swore that the waters of Noah would never again go over the earth. So I have sworn that I will not be angry with you and I will not rebuke you. God's not angry with you. He's got better things to do. Someone said, God's angry with me. Oh, no. God loves you. God is into love. He's not into anger for you. He says, for a brief moment, I hid my face. But now I want to bestow on you my chesed, my covenant love, that liquid love of God, how I want to bestow that on you. You say, I'm not worthy. Worthy is the lamb who was slain. To be, he's worthy. I'm not worthy, but he's worthy. For the mountains may depart and the hills be removed, but my hesed, my steadfast love, shall not depart from you. Do you hear that today? The steadfast love of God, the covenant love of God, the liquid love of God, the hesed love of God will not depart from you. I remember going to a Jewish synagogue, they wanted me to preach, and I preached all on the chesed, the covenant love of God, the great love of God, the love of God that cannot be told out loud. It must be experienced. And my friends who came to uh, the talk said, you were talking all about Jesus without mentioning his name. I said, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. My covenant love of peace shall not be removed. Oh, God wants to give you peace. In the 14th chapter of John, 
He says, my peace I leave with you. My peace I give you, not as the world gives it do I give it. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Let not your hearts be troubled. Do not fear. Do not fear, says the Lord, who has compassion on you. God has compassion on you. You say, but I've been wicked. He wants to forgive you. Go to confession. He wants to forgive you. Give your life to Jesus. How do I do that? Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you. Lord Jesus, I surrender the good, the bad, and the ugly to you. I repent of my sins. Be my Lord and my Savior. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Amen. O afflicted one, storm-tossed, not comforted, I am about to set your stones in antimony and your foundations with sapphires. I will make your pinnacles of the ruins into your gates of jewels and all your wall of precious stones, and your children shall be taught by the Lord. This is a promise. You're praying for your children. They're going to be taught by the Lord, but they're far away from him. They take drugs. Keep on praying. Do not stop praying. They do not have a chance because if a mother prays or a grandmother prays or a father prays for his children, they don't have a chance to continue in sin. You must continue to pray. Your children shall be taught by the Lord. How we need to hear that during these dark days. We are living in the days of darkness. Oh, yes. But you know what? Your children shall be taught by the Lord. How? Through the scriptures, through the church, through the Eucharist. Oh, yes. Your children shall be taught by God. Don't give up praying for your children. You say, but they go from bad to worse. Don't give up praying for your children. And great shall be the prosperity of your children. In righteousness you shall be established. Your children will prosper, not only in the world, but prosper in the things of God. You see, if I prosper in the world and I don't prosper in the things of God, I'm a failure. Your children will prosper in the world and in the things of God. You shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear. Again, this fear is useless. Appropriate what happened on the cross. He came to give you life. He came to give you peace. He came to give you his experience of love. He says, do not fear. Fear is useless. Fear gets you nowhere. Fear digs a hole, and you're put in the hole. But there is no hole so deep that he, the Lord Jesus, is not deeper still. And from terror, for it shall not come near you. Hear that. Terror. Don't be afraid of anything. Don't be afraid of anyone. It will not come near you. If anyone stirs up strife, it is not from me. 
If somebody in your life is stirring up strife, it is not from God. If you are stirring up strife, it's not from God. You've got to repent. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We need to know that if anyone stirs up strife, it is not from the Lord. Whoever stirs up strife with you shall fall because of you. Pray for those people. Pray for them. Ask the Lord to bless them. I was on the radio with, not the radio, on the telephone with somebody yesterday who was being persecuted, and I gave her two thoughts. First, you've got to forgive the person who's hurting you. Second, you've got to begin to pray for that person, if only a Hail Mary a day. She was under great stress because this person that she works with torments her. When she walks in the room, she sprays because she says, you smell. She doesn't smell at all. So I said two things. You've got to pray for her, and you've got to forgive her. See, it is I who have created the smith who blows the fire of coals and produces a weapon fit for its purpose. I've also created the ravenger to destroy. Listen to this. No weapon that is fashioned against you shall prosper. I want you to say that with me. No weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. Why? Because I appropriate what Jesus did on the cross for me. All those weapons have been destroyed. No weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. I believe that word. It is the 54th chapter of Isaiah, verse 17. No weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. Will there be weapons fashioned against you? There will be. But they shall not prosper. Why? Because the Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. Because the Holy One of Israel shed His blood for you. Because the Holy One of Israel bought you back. The Holy One of Israel loves you. His name is Jesus. He's got plans for your life. No weapon that is fashioned against you shall prosper. And you shall confute every tongue that rises against you in judgment. I have had people come to me that somebody was going to go to court and they might go to jail. And I prayed and I saw a waste paper basket and I saw the paper rolled up, put in the basket. I said, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You shall confute every tongue that rises against you in judgment. This child is not going to prison. He needs to change his life. He needs to give his life for God and for Christ. And you know what? The case was thrown out. I saw it, the waste paper basket, and I saw the crumbled up piece of paper thrown in the basket. No weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. This is the heritage of the servants of God. That's what we are, people. We are the servants of the Lord, and their vindication from me, says the Lord. 
We are the servants of the Lord. People say, who are you? I am a servant of the Lord by the grace of God. Hallelujah. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. No weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. Say it. No weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. Why? Because I belong to Jesus Christ. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.